Well, by now you've heard the Queen of England is dead, and all of our flags are half-staffed. I've never seen the flag go half-staffed for something that's happened outside of the United States. But we do know a thing or two about flag code, so let's talk about that. Also, can we just commiserate about over-customer service? You know, when the customer service rep is just getting in your way with stupid questions. And finally, Liz breaks down all of these school forms we have to... Well, all these school forms moms have to fill out every year. I've never seen one of these things personally. You ready to do this? We're hanging! This episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt is brought to you by Mike Page Studios. Check them out on the gram and by Smear Campaign. These guys know how to party. Small Town Scuttlebutt. Hey, Skittlebuds, how's it going? It's Rick, it's Mike, it's Liz. We're in the basement again for another episode of Small Town Scuttlebutt. And uh, we like the brain dump formula where we don't get into a topic and do a deep dive because sometimes our brains just are fried and we just want to purge, right? Just get things off our chest. And this is another one of those shows. Well, yeah, that and that it's hard to do a deep dive when all three of us are very shallow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Excellent point, Mike. Good, good, yeah. good, good. How are you guys doing? Good. Great. Never been better. Really? Good. It's yeah. good to see you, Mike. Well, I mean, it's just something people say, but yeah, <laughs> good. Now, uh, this is a visual observation, so Scuttlebuds, we're going to paint a picture for you, and Liz, you can weigh in, mm-hmm. but look at Mike's face. Now, look at his shirt. Ooh. Twinning. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike has, he's got the, um, I call it the French tip. Mustache, is that the right terminology? The French tip? I think yeah, that's like, a manicure reference. French yes. tips are like what the Backstreet Boys had, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it when you, you twist your little mustache up? It's a handlebar Handle- mustache. Okay, handlebar yeah. mustache. And you're wearing a Raleigh Fingers yeah. t-shirt. And it says, King of the Stash. I think you've taken the crown. because yours. Yes, is better I would than agree. His. So last week we discussed how I was at the barber shop and... Um, while Jordan was cutting my hair, Steve came over and compared me to Billy the Butcher from Gangs of New York. Uh, the previous time that I got my hair cut, you were actually there as well. You got your hair cut just after me. Um, and we were hanging out with Jordan, and Jordan saw me and said, Raleigh fucking fingers <laughs> yeah. because of my mustache. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good call. So, and I have a Raleigh Fingers t-shirt, and sometimes I like to wear it, especially when I have the handlebar mustache. It's a double take. I reacted the same way that other, like eight other people reacted. Mm-hmm. I look at your face, then I look at your shirt, and then I do the finger pointing up and down. Yes. Like, hey, look, <laughs> I see. This, I, that's not an accident. I'm getting it. Yeah. <laughs> good move. Uh, I had a Raleigh Fingers baseball card. Yeah. Uh, and I loved it because it was from the 70s. So mm-hmm. for me, being like a 10-year-old in 1986, I was like, this card is old, you know? And uh, I just love that mustache. I'm like, no one can do that. Like, he's on the mound. Like, right. what an alpha. Like, everyone's looking at me, and I've got this mustache like that no one else has. And I'm confident about it. I was like, this guy's cool. Meanwhile, he probably had it so that he could, like, stash some... Uh Illegal substance in his yeah. mustache to totally. put on the ball to get a little more grip or something. Totally. That's a good, good yep. call. All right. More famous mustache, Raleigh Fingers or Tom Selleck? Oh, I was good. Uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. I would say I would go Raleigh Fingers and Tom Selleck before Burt Reynolds, I think. Really? I think so. Well, 
really, we're all wrong because Wilfred Brimley was the correct. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, time is of the essence. We don't want to waste scuttlebutt time. Our scuttlebuds are busy people. They are. They're out there. They're they're hustling, right? Mm -hmm. And they're just they're trying trying to escape that world. So so let's let's dump all of our problems on them, and they can relate, and and we'll find some common ground, and and it's therapeutic, right? So sure, scuttlebuds. Let's get into it, Uh, Liz. You've got the Ushanka. Let's. I do dive in after we play the awesome song that I keep forgetting about. (laughs) But you hide it so well. Did you like how I faded that out yeah. before I even said Ushanka in the song? <laughs> I was already like, we're done. You're not the best soundboard guy in the <laughs> podcast world for nothing. <laughs> All, right. All right. Should we see what we have? Yeah, Let's go, go. All right. Flag code. Yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. And, uh, you know, it's not a decoration. There's a lot of egregious violations of this flag code that I see um, at the municipal level in oh. our town. And also in the residential level. Let me share with you. I am a patriot. I love my country. I like the Pledge of Allegiance. I like the National Anthem. I stand, you know, when I'm at a baseball game and if I'm still finding my seat, I'll stop and I'll put my hat over my heart. I do that. And it kind of rubs me the wrong way when I see kids just on their phone in the beer line during, I'm like, whoa, 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 what are you you doing? Like, come on. But live and let live, right? Right. Uh, and that's why the country's so great, and that's why I love the flag. So let's respect the flag, because when you respect the flag, you're respecting your country. And, mm-hmm. I, and we're not perfect, but if you're the kind of person that wants to put up a flag, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, there's two ways to go about it. That person either doesn't know or doesn't care. And I see a lot of, I think, doesn't know. I, I think there's a lot of doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just interject here. I learned a lot of flag etiquette from my Husband, my father-in-law was in the Navy and fought in Vietnam, mm. and I didn't know until we got married and we had our own American flag that you have to take the flag in before dark. I didn't know that. There are some exceptions. If it's an all-weather flag and it has a light, it's illuminated oh. throughout the night, you can keep it up. Okay. Yeah, yep. It must be illuminated. Got to know. Good to know. Yep. So a lot of times there'll be a spot on the ground that is pointed up or the top of the flagpole will have... Okay. A light at the top of it. But yes, you're right. Otherwise, you should be taking that down every night. The biggest egregious violation of the flag code that I see around town is people hanging their American flag vertically against the house, but the blue field is in the upper right corner mm-hmm. of its presentation. Uh-uh. It's supposed to be upper left. Is it? Yes. I, I, I did not know that yes. at all. Yep. And I I think that's a I don't know because yeah. it... It, it looks better yes. the other, the wrong way. Yeah. Exactly. It looks like it's the wrong way when the, yes. when the blue field is in the upper left. I understand that people, because I think it's because we read left to right. And if you were to bring that thing vertical, you would go, you know, you would be okay. swinging it. That, that's how I see it. I, I think aesthetically it looks better the way people are doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make it okay to do that. I've, I've told, I've told people like, hey, just your flag's backwards. And it, he he really does tell people because when we got our haircuts at the sa- on the same day uh, a while back, he made a big thing to Jordan. He goes, "Hey, your flag's displayed correctly," <laughs> and Jordan said, "Yeah, I'm not an idiot." And Rick goes, "Yeah, but everybody else is." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And it's when true. you correct people, are they receptive to being corrected, or are they like, "Oh, I just didn't know," or are they like, 
mind your own business. Uh, one time we were, um, me and a couple families were, were, we got like five campsites and we're all hanging out and the campsite like down across from us, there was two women there with a little camper and they had their American flag hanging and it was backwards and um, everyone's like friendly and then I'm not, I don't want to be Mr. Know-it-all, but you know, you should know that. So I say, hey, uh, I love your flag. Oh, thanks. I'm like, from this perspective, from the road, which it's presenting, it's backwards. And they're like, it is? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, and I explain it. And they were like, oh my God, oh. And they were so cool about it. Mm -hmm. And they they immediately fixed it. Oh. Yeah. There's uh, another guy on down the road, though. And I he's got it on his, and I told him, and it's still the way it is. Because he, now that's, I don't care. So, yeah, that's so why now, I don't care. So now, I was like, I'm just going to make a statement. Yeah, so F mm -hmm. that guy. No one's going to tell me what to do. I'm like, hey, man, it's just. The other uh, thing that I see is flags that should be retired. Mm. Um, if they're tattered, it's done. Take it down. And also, if it's faded, it's got to come down. When our kids were going to Castle Hill Academy daycare, mm -hmm. and by the way, if you don't live around here, you just, your eyebrow raised and goes, yeah. what, what did you just call your daycare? Yes, Castle Hill. Hill Academy. Now there's no castle. It's just a split level house, and it's barely a hill. And the hill is like a ten percent grade on a driveway. So, but it is an academy because they have their own crest <laughs> with like a sippy cup, a pacifier, and a, and a Lego. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the prerequisite. Right. You need a, you yep. need a crest. Um, I was looking at that flag every day, and I'm like, "What's going on? This flag is egregiously like over its past its prime." And so I just proactively just walked up to it, took it down, and I bought a new flag for it. Like, that's how committed I am. So to you this. just walked into Joe Bruno's office and you're like, here you go. <laughs> no, no, I just bypassed him. <laughs> I, I went to the hardware store. I bought a five by seven or five by eight American flag mm -hmm. nylon. And I. Made in China. Yep. <laughs> no, they are made in the USA. Some uh, of them. A lot of times. I don't made. buy those, Mike. Okay, good. That's, that should also be flag code violation. I agree. Yeah, I would agree. Yep. So um, I just. Brought the kids in. I came out, popped the trunk, got the flag, took the other one, one down, raised the other one, and then I brought that flag, that tattered flag. And I have an example here of a flag that was pulled off a neighbor's house. They gave it to my wife because they didn't know what to do with it. My wife says, oh, my husband will take care mm -hmm. of it. So this is what I'm going to do with it. I'm going to take it to our local hardware store. They have a cardboard box there. And what they do is they give it to the Boy Scouts, who in turn have a flag burning ceremony oh, wow. with, with the veteran because those are the people that are authorized to properly destroy or uh, how would you say properly dispose of, dispose of yeah. a flag and you can burn a flag but there's a right way to do it okay. and then there's a very wrong way to do it right, right? yeah it's funny that you mentioned the boy scouts because i was just going to ask were you ever a boy scout rick yes sir so you learned how to fold a flag mm -hmm. so before starting the show about teaching people about flag etiquette you just folded the flag willy-nilly here no this your was sample flag is like it's a fitted sheet no this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this uh came to me like this and okay. it's just going into i see yeah i'm not going to do anything so I, you didn't fold the flag like that that's no. a relief okay yep yeah it's just, just yeah it, the one thing i'm not going to do is put it on the ground because right. that's, another, that's also another everyone violation. knows that one right yes um, La lastly the the other one i think that's a, an egregious violation is it's not a window dressing People hang it in their windows. That's a no-no. You don't do that, people. Yep. Unless unless you're a communist. <laughs> there's there's also uh, so you mentioned tattered flags and faded flags, and the, the most frequent of those 
are the ones that are being flown from a Jeep and or a pickup truck. Often, next to a Confederate flag, if it's someone who can't even pick a team and they don't, they don't know what they're into. <laughs> uh, but if you're trying to show how patriotic you are and you're going to display a flag from your vehicle, there's a very appropriate way to do it. And then there's the wrong way, which is what everybody does. Uh, so check out uh, number seven, position and manner of display in the flag codes if you're going to be that guy that wants to show off how patriotic <laughs> he is uh, because I, I can't stand seeing people like on, in their Jeeps or pickup trucks like, oh, look how patriotic I am. And the flag is beyond tattered and mm-hmm. falling mm-hmm. apart and they're going 85 miles <laughs> an hour down the highway like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, buddy, uh, it's not a good look. No. Liz, how do you feel about the U.S. Olympic athlete who just won gold and is draping themselves with the flag, like it's a cape or a or a or a uh, emergency blanket? Right. You know? Yeah, I don't think that's a great use of the flag. I understand it's supposed to represent your your love of your country. You know, you just won the medal. Blah blah blah. But to use it as an accessory doesn't seem appropriate, mm-hmm. given what it symbolizes. Sure. Sure. I'm with you. Boy, that was a hilarious take on <laughs> flag code. I've, sometimes I just feel like we got to get the yes. uh, the press release out there and just mm-hmm. remind people. You and know, that's the I, education portion. Yes, of and, the and we will not be educational anymore, I promise. <laughs> Mario's Lawn Care. Hey guys, my name is Rick Fink. I'm the host of Small Town Scuttlebutt. I'm also a client of Mario's Lawn Care. Let me tell you something. There's good, there's better, and there's best. And Mario is one of the best. I'd give you my address and tell you to come on over, but half of you would probably toilet paper my trees. So you'll just have to take my word for it. The lawns are coming back because of all this rain we've been getting. Rain, where have you been? We've, we've been waiting for you for like three months. But those dead lawns are reviving, and he's on top of it. And soon enough, those leaves are going to be falling from the trees, and who's going to who's going to rake those up? Who's going to leaf blow that stuff? You? Really? You want to do that? Leave it to Mario and his crew. They're prompt, they're courteous, and they're top-notch quality. What can I say about Perez Martial Arts? They're fantastic. Rolando Perez. He really looks out for the kids. He cares about them. And I'm not just saying that because he's hammering a check every couple months. It's because I've seen him do it. I've seen him have conversations. He genuinely cares about these kids. Think of him as almost like a supplemental parent. You know, I mean, he's not going to feed your kid and take him to school. I mean, hey, everyone has a price. Maybe maybe if you floated him a, a hundo, he might uh, do something more than just teach the martial arts. But for the most part, he's in there with the kids. And he's, raise, he's helping raise these kids to be fine, upstanding contributors to society. All right? So it's just an extension of what you're doing at home. If this sounds like the answer to some of your stress around the house or boredom on your kid's part, take my advice and go to Perez Martial Arts. All right, let's see what else we have. Okay. Over customer servicing. <laughs> yeah, Liz, remember we were talking about uh, tipping and, yes. and what's, yep. it had me thinking, and I ran into a situation uh, with my car that I had to get, uh, you know what, my windshield cracked. So, oh, yep. uh, so I had to I had to do some scheduling. 
Safe flight repair. <laughs> right? Not a sponsor. Oh. Safe flight replay. One eight seven seven. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. La la la. This is what I do when that comes on. I go la 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 until I can turn the knob because nope. Okay. Uh, when I call the customer service people, or okay, so I left my car at the dealership, and there's a woman that took me in, processed the 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 claim, and and that's my point person. Her name is Lauren, and she's great. Now, I just. The next day, I just wanted to talk to Lauren. Like, hey, Lauren, it's Rick. Just follow me up. Are we still on for noonish? It was her day off. You <laughs> would think Lauren works at the freaking Pentagon because, first of all, you got to do the beep, boop, 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 and then you get automated yep. Sally or whatever. Hi, you are calling. If you want to speak to service, press one. One, if you want to. Okay, what's... I always just hit zero. zero. Yeah. And and most of the time, one minute, you know, it's like, I, I win. I just skipped that whole thing. You're going to go all the way up to mm-hmm. nine. No, fuck it. Zero. <laughs> ha, I win. Right. Then I get another person, but it's not Lauren. It's the next level of security. And this person. Takes the lady it. from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to fill out your paperwork. Yeah. Now, this person that exists probably does lateral moves in their career from, like, RMV, TSA, middleman on the phone operation system, right? Like, just, you're in the way. Of a car dealership. Yes, at the car dealership. You gotta, you're just in the way, right? And this person, you could tell she was hellbent on sticking to her protocol. Uh And she's asking me, you know what I say to my kids? Because uh, they're old enough now, 10 and 8, I say, hey, like they ask a lot of questions, right? Remember when they were young and everything was a freaking question? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, mind. yeah. Now they're old enough to find those answers themselves oftentimes. And I try to teach them to, because my, I should have a tattoo that says lead, follower, get out of the way. I just love that because there's three things to do and too many people are in the way or just not doing anything. They're just yep. dead weight. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> So I tell my kids, look, you don't want to get in the way and you're getting in the way and you're it's it's a big ask to uh, just assume someone else can provide an answer for you when you could have just gotten that yourself. Right. This woman needed that tip. I'm like she was like, OK, and, and what car is this? And, OK, first of all, here's my name. Here's my number. Right. She pulls up a thing. Now she needs to go through the 17 point check on verifying that everything. And I just said, I'm sorry, I. I'm four minutes into getting to you, and I just want Lauren, and everything that you have in front of you is still the same. Nothing's changed. I'm still Rick. I'm still living here. I still have that car. And she's like, okay. And the make and the model? I'm like, God, what? I, I, I so said, wait, was this a dealership yes. that you called? So Lauren was probably like two desks away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, so I... I but I was Janet in- wasn't done with the questionnaire <laughs> yes. yet, Liz. Yep, exactly. That's what I was thinking. And I'm like, I'm getting frustrated. Um, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt that she's just one of those dot her eyes across the yes. T's people, right? But I just want her to know that she doesn't have to do that with me. I don't need that service. I don't need the, you know, assurances of, the- I just want Lauren. So I, I said, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just simply want to speak to Lauren. And you're making it difficult for me to accomplish my goal so i'm being i'm getting snarky which means like that's my best i'm frustrated so so can we just 
stop talking? And can you just give me Lauren? It's really not that hard. She got an attitude. But how many cup holders are in your vehicle? <laughs> yeah, did you get the rust proofing? So I was I was really irritated where now I'm talking to customer service who's supposed to be assisting you right. and moving you along. She's actually holding me up. And I got into an argument. I said, I'm sorry, did I call the Pentagon? <laughs> like, what what are you gonna do with this information? When we're done playing 20 questions, then what? Right. And I said, also, are what are you going to do with this information? It, is this going to dictate whether or not I get to speak to Lauren? Like, you are just stalling the inevitable. And she started blah 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 again, and I just hung up on her. And oh, my I, God. And so I tried to call again, hoping I was going to get someone else. <gasps> Same freaking person. Boy, oh! boy, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> right? and, and it's a risk, because when you want to jump off the call, you got to, it's like shoots and ladders. You're on the 87th square, and the slide went all yes. the way down to you square to number seven. Over. But I'm like, you know what? I think it's, it's worth the risk because I know this is a this is going nowhere. I'm gonna get rid of her. I'm gonna roll the dice. Hope I get someone else. I got her again. I said, look, look, she did it again. We started tangling. I was like, all right, we're done. I hung up, and then I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna listen to that whole. This is where I gotta give credit to women. Like women don't have these problems because they don't have the alpha male ego of just get me Lauren. You know, <laughs> you know what? You know what? You know what I did? I did what my wife would have done. I listened to all the prompts. To do dial by name directory, press oh. five, and then I'm like, oh, L A U, Lauren blah blah blah. I'm like, bingo, got. It. I got her voicemail. Hey, Lauren, how you doing? And then ten minutes later, she called me back. So, this is uh, an example of Rick. You create your own problems. <laughs> you know? Janet was just trying to do her job. <laughs> if you would let her get through question number one hundred and twelve, mm-hmm. what was your? Pet's first pet's name, yeah. you would have gotten to Lauren a lot sooner. Yeah. Liz, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Rick said women don't have these problems, but he forgets that the person that he was ripping a new one <laughs> completely annoyed with and then hung up on and then called her back was in fact a woman. So do you agree with his statement or no? <laughs> I want to know if those calls are recorded and if they are, if like Lauren has, right? <laughs> okay, or like well, Janet you know- has a supervisor that's like, listen to this guy. Yeah. Well, my, my ninth snarky comment was I hope this conversation is indeed being recorded because you need to rewind it with a manager and get some training. This is an abomination. I I hope their monthly staff meetings start off with the manager being like, listen to this asshole. Hey, hey boss, you know, call of the week. All right, guys, call of the week. Yeah, it's how the it's like the team building exercise at the beginning of the meeting is is a an audio clip of Rick. And he's like I just I just I I don't I just want to, I wanted to talk to Lauren and I don't, you're still not Lauren. And yes, it's an A6, but I don't see why that's relevant because you're still not Lauren. Where's Lauren? And then he just starts crying inexplicably. Conversely, Lauren is the best customer service person. I mean, she knows the cars and she's, she's good. So. It's all out the window. Once you get the person you want, you're just so relieved. Yes. You're like, God damn. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's like someone produced a bottle of water after day two in the desert and you're parched. It's like, oh, my God. All that is just out the window. Now all I think about it is I got that bottle. You know what? Weird analogy. Okay. Yeah, so Lauren, Lauren saved Lauren your bottle? life? 
yeah. I don't know if this is your best analogy, Rick. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit of a reach. All right, let's see what we have next. Speaking <laughs> of reaching, what's, what's next in the Ushanka? All right, so this is mine. Back to school inefficiency. So, Okay, I'm excited because you're a mom and moms have their shit together. We have to. Yes. Because nobody else does. Yes. No, in, and I'll concede as a husband and a dad, um, I just say, my wife has it. Yeah. She's got it. And yeah. it's just one of those, some gender stereotypes exist. We're, we're pretty much 50-50, but there's some times where I'm just like, no, that's your thing. Yes. Yes. I don't know if it's fair. I'm not saying it's fair, but I'm, I'm so that I said, say, I, like, I'm excited to hear your Yes, take. my, so my girlfriends and I have always complained that this type of stuff is our responsibility that our husbands, even if they were on the emails, would never in a thousand years take the time to fill out a back to school contact form. They would just assume that we would do it. I've never seen one. <laughs> Which is what, and so we're like kind of annoyed. Like, of course you assume I'm going to do it at the same time. I will not relinquish the control of completing that form to my husband because I need to know that it was done, done on time and done correctly. Mm -hmm. So I'm a bit of a hypocrite in that regard. So no, today, no, no, it's, that's legit. Okay. Yeah. So today, I'm sure Leslie got the same email. We get an email that we have to fill out these contact forms for any any child in Medfield Public Schools, one for each child that is their, you know, their personal contact information, health information, emergency contact information, medical history, blah, blah, blah. I have three kids. I've filled this form out every year yeah. since Will was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. He's now in ninth grade. Avery and Brady are going into fifth grade. Mm -hmm. Do the math. I've filled the same form out 30 times. Do you know the information that has changed? Nothing. Nothing. And I understand people's circumstances can change from year to year. Mm -hmm. You might have another kid. You might get divorced. You might change your emergency contact. You might change your doctor. Get it. I would say 95% of that information is consistent from one year to the next. So I am unclear why our public schools do not possess the technical acumen to store that information. Mm. And then we just go in and change it. They do. It's just more fun if they don't. <laughs> right? Because they're like, look at this. We're going to make them do it again. Well, let me. She's got three kids. Watch this. <laughs> I Hold just my see beer. my carpal tunnel. Like, uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I feel like uh, who wants to be the person to do all of that data entry for every single student? You, no, you they don't, don't need to. It's an online form. Right. Oh, it's that online? Gets saved. No, it's no, 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 it's not. That's what that's, Liz is yes. saying. That's yes. the problem. So I fill out a Google form, but that's not stored anywhere. So like, let's say, for example, when I go into Medfield Park and Rec website mm -hmm. and I go to register for my, my child for an activity, all of my information is stored. All of the emergency contact information, all of everything. Mm -hmm. I don't have to change anything. I just register them and I'm done. Yep. There's no, and it's a, it's pretty simple. This is, we're not talking like crazy science fiction, science fiction technology here. Like they could have a form that saves this information. Sure. They just don't. Yeah. Would you, so what's the solution? What do you think they should do? What would Maybe you like? invest like a few hundred dollars in <laughs> making this a better process for parents. Like it's yeah, ridiculous. You, you know, that Google ad that like you, you get the, e it's not even an ad. It's just an email that you get in your Gmail and it'll be like upgrade for two ninety nine a month. To, and you'll get two terabytes. Uh -huh. it, administration just keeps clicking decline, right. and they delete that email. But if they upgraded it, they could do what Liz is saying. It's very simple and not expensive. Okay, interesting. And it probably save more time on the other side. I would imagine. Yeah. Also, would be neat is instead of getting this thing saying, "Hey, start from scratch, fill out all these fields," how about this is the information we have on file. 
please review and update. That, but I don't necessary. think that they have it on file because it gets. But they clearly don't have it on file mm. or they don't have the ability to retrieve it and send it out personally to everybody. <laughs> hey, your kid's in the nurse's office, but we don't want to have to go into, right. we don't want to have to go into Google Drive and right. search yeah. his name. Right. That seems way too efficient. Can mm-hmm. you just fill this out again? Well, in conclusion, Liz, I would say um, you and the moms should keep owning this task because you're doing a great <laughs> job. You've, you've got it. <laughs> And uh, we are just subordinates in mm. this area. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm being serious. Like, no, I, I could never do this. I no, I know. And I get it. I buy into the stereotypes as well. There's certain things that, you know, we women are just, we're better at. We're, these things are top of mind for us. We're going to do it. We're going to get it done before the deadline, you know, whatever. And you have no confidence in us. No. And, and it's backed by a long history of right. being incompetent right. in this area. Guys, mm-hmm. this is a relief to hear this because... I was really starting to think it's me. <laughs> no, you're just a dude. It's not. Yeah. We don't even have kids. And this is, right. a, this is a theme of like, oh, I messed that up. So there's another stereotype that we women moms, I think, continue to buy into. And a lot of it, I think, is our fault. But um, it has to do with volunteering. And so Will's playing football, uh, freshman football this year. And so an email went out um, to, I, I don't know if, it couldn't have been just all the mothers, but like all the parents whose kids are playing high school football, mm-hmm. um, asking for volunteers for the concession stand at the home games. So I went in and I looked and I found a slot and I signed up. And I, a couple of days later, I went back to look again. Just I was curious to see who I would be volunteering with to see if I knew them because I don't know a lot of these women. And I was like, there's only women that signed up. There's not a dad signed up to volunteer at the concession stand for the football games. And that is indicative of, I think, a lot of the volunteering that goes on. And maybe less so for you because you're a stay-at-home dad, but indicative of a lot of the volunteering that goes along with the schools. Um, And they own, like, only women get reached out to to become room parents, um, volunteering for, like, the holiday parties and things like that. Like, I've only been to one, I think, volunteer school event where there was another dad there. It was all moms. And I don't know if it's just that we are the, we're the point of contact for the schools. So we're the, we're the ones to respond and say, yes, I'll do it. I mean, if I ever forwarded that sign up genius to Dan and I was like, Hey, which football game do you want to work at the concession stand for? I'd be like, you know, so yeah. But again, I think we continue to feed we, when I say we, uh-huh. I'm saying women, moms, like we just continue to feed into that saying like, well, that's part of our role. That's part of our role. Like I, and I do it too, even though I complain about it. I'll play off this, this idea that, you know, we're all equal, mm-hmm. but we are different. Mm-hmm. And I would if, allow me to be a dick for a second. The guys aren't doing it because they're coaching. <laughs> they're doing. Not, they're at, doing the, not at the high school level. Oh, there's women coaches on the boys. No, the, the, the coaching, the, coaching at the high school level. Those done guys by, are going to lose. It's done by faculty, not by students. So I could yeah. see like in the little league. Yeah. Like Dan's a coach. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can volunteer to do other things, whatever. Okay. But at the high school level, like yeah. there's no parents okay. coaching. Well, you had a stereotype. Well, they're that, trying. They're yelling things from. The yes, room. that is an excellent point. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to brag guys, but you're sitting across the table from a two time room parent. Two times? You went back for more? Yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. So, uh, well, my wife sacrificed me. Voluntold you? Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Well, she says, hey, uh, an email went out. They're looking for a room parent. 
uh, if no one steps up, would you be willing to do it? And I said, yeah, if no one steps up. Three minutes later, I get a call from the room parent coordinator. Rick, I, your, your wife says you're ready to do it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm doing it. Now, this is why, guys, You just if, if, a, if a dad out there wants to be a room parent, you don't have to do anything except send out an email because I'll send out an email. Hey, guys, Christmas party's coming up. Got a thing. Before I could even get that email, I had to get that email out because I got seven inquiry emails <laughs> from moms that got my email. I'm like, how can I help? What are we doing? Who's bringing the cups? Like, just... I'm like, because they saw their their room parent was a dad, and they got really nervous. Nothing yeah. was going to get done. And I want I want to write back. <laughs> Who needs to get a job? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. That's right. They're looking at me. So I, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna play into it. You guys, you guys want to run with it? Well, you guys are so passionate. Take it away. Take it. Yeah. Take it. Take it. I'm just I'm just, and that's what I did. Like I have to physically be in the classroom. I'm going to physically take the pictures and share them. And but everything else, you know, the projects like uh, we did a photo book at the end of the year so a lot of people had things to, that they needed to get in to me and uh, it was great I mean it was great because you like I'm not I'm getting the credit for being the room parent mm-hmm. but really this is room parent by committee it's yeah room, like, you were the manager and you yeah, were I guess that's mm-hmm. it so it's worth noting that every time I saw a dad in the school for any reason um, for you know the class party class parent whatever whatever it was Every female in the building was swooning over the fact that this guy showed up. So, dads, for the bajillionth time that you've heard it, your job is literally to show up. Mm-hmm. And if you volunteer in your kid's class, and now especially at the kindergarten, first grade level, oh, look, he's taking an active role in the parenting. Mm-hmm. Guys, you can't go wrong by doing it because you just look like a hero even if you're the bumbling idiot that Rick Fink is, mm-hmm. no one else notices that in that moment because they're like, look, he showed up. How cute and adorable is <laughs> yeah. he? I, and I let them patronize me all they want yeah. as long as they pick up the slack <laughs> and I get the credit. Rick's, <laughs> Rick's like, why am I getting Oreos for snack? I thought we were serving these. Uh. All right. Well, Scuttlebuds, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground here. I hope that you are leaving this episode feeling a little bit better informed and enlightened and most of all, more relaxed because this is, as Rick pointed out, therapeutic. So, Mike, why don't you give us a recap of what we've learned today? I'm sorry. I was just relaxing. (laughs) I felt like I was in a spa. (laughs) And... That woman's arms were very muscular. Her, uh, she was squeezing my feet a little harder than I anticipated, but it was very nice. Uh, what did we learn today? We learned to follow the flag codes. They're there for a reason. And if you want to show off how patriotic you are, you should probably start by knowing the rules of the flag that you're trying to be patriotic about. Agreed. Uh, also, we learned um, that... Sometimes customer service is actually a customer hindrance, Mm. Um, especially in the case of any automated phone system. It's not necessary. Let's remove those. Emergency contact forms. Let's save them from year to year. (laughs) Why, Why are we doing this? Whose idea is this? Upgrade your Google plan, Medfield Public Schools. Stop making parents jump through hoops. It's not that difficult. And dads... Just step up to the plate. Volunteer for your kid's classroom, and you will be an instant hero hitting that home run, knocking it out of the park, and the moms will be like, oh, my God, it's 
Big Pappy. <laughs> it's Poppy, though. Seriously, Rick. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. We here at Small Town Scuttlebutt love that you listen to us every week. If you like what you hear, go support the businesses that help support us, like APC Pest Control, Larkin's Liquors, Mario's Lawn Care, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, Park Street Books, Smear Campaign, and Mike Page Studios.